Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of Road Dirt Motorcycle Media and RoadDirt.tv, your down-home grassroots motorcycle brand covering what we like to call ride life. This is Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And on this special episode, we sit down for a rather lengthy interview, and this is a portion of it, with uh, noted bike builder and engine tuner, Kevin Baxter of Baxter's Garage and Pro Twin Performance. If you're not familiar with Kevin Baxter, he is one of North America's premier um, high-performance V-twin engine customizers and tuners. He's known really the world over um, in that particular niche um, for his engine builds. Um, People uh, order engines from him and custom builds from really across North America and even other parts of the globe. And we sit down for a, a talk with him about his latest creation called the Curve Bike, right after this. This episode of Road Dirt is brought to you by Mimi and Moto, children's motorcycling books. The holidays and Christmas are fast approaching, and it's time to start thinking about presents for the kids in your life. Our friends Nancy and Mark, creators of the Mimi and Moto book series, would like you to join their mission to get more children excited about motorcycle riding. You can visit them at mimiandmoto.com. That's M-I-M-I-A-N-D-M-O-T-O.com. Mimiandmoto.com. They've already got a couple of great books out that have been really good sellers for them in recent years. The Adventures of Mimi and Moto and Mimi and Moto Ride the Alphabet, along with T-shirts, onesies, ornaments, plushes, and things like that. They've got another one coming out, uh, looks like in the coming year. It's going to be called Mimi and Moto's Magic Meteors, First Gear. Mimi and Moto are a, car- a pair of uh, motorcycle riding monkeys in their um, book series. And they're really entertaining. So uh, little kids are, are uh, definitely enjoying these. And I think whole families will enjoy them as well. Let's pass on the love for motorcycling to the next generation. And what better way to do it than with children's books that the kids will enjoy. Mimi and Moto.com. Hey, this is Rob with Road Dirt, and we are with my friend Kevin Baxter of Pro Twin Performance and hey. Baxter's Garage. And uh, for a conversation about this beautiful creation right here, it's called the Curve Bike. And he took it to Sturgis this year, and uh, it was an award winner. More about that in just a minute. Um, Kevin, great to see you, my friend. Hey, you too, Rob. Always Good a pleasure. You, yeah, thanks Likewise. for having us over. Absolutely. And um, one of the things that, that is unique about Kevin in particular is the fact that not only is he one of the top engine builders, V-twin engine builders in, in North America, um, but he's also a custom bike builder. And and uh, you know anybody who's a mechanic or an engineer, he, I think... I think you're more than an engineer. I, I really consider you an artist in many ways because of the fact that an artist really, whether writing or painting or building, things like that, they envision something in their head to begin with, and then they build, they build and sculpt and shape accordingly. And that really is, um, that really is the story behind the curve bike. And um, tell me a little bit about the, about the, um, what, how, how did you first see this motorcycle in your head um, back before you even built it? You, you, you told me once you pretty much envisioned how it would look down to the paint and everything before you ever, you know, well, really got started. Even. It's, got a, it's got quite a story to it. Um, I, I can't take the credit for all the design work, honestly. It, 
it goes back to uh, you know a lot of this industry is about relationships. Right. Right. So this the bike actually goes back about uh, a little over ten years ago. So my one of my my biggest mentors in the industry was a fellow named Bob McKay out of McKay Cycle. He's done Creations. a story on Bob McKay before that we've had that we we have on Road Dirt that is story on. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, a great story. Master craftsman in his legacy. Yeah. Which yeah. is is a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's right. That's bike. Right. Yeah. Great story. So, uh, you know, he was a very dear friend and loved by everyone and an incredible craftsman, incredible visionary. And he and I were having a conversation one day. Again, this goes back well over 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Having a conversation one day, and uh, he had just purchased a, a, a tube bender, right? And okay, uh, yeah. he grabbed a piece of Schedule 40 gas pipe and turned a big loop in it. And uh, he and I had a conversation about that and he and he says you know he said I, i've got this idea of a bike with no straight lines no straight lines at all and uh you know kind of a single down tube sort of thing and and so i, I was like so you mean the curve a curved bike yeah a curved bike and he went yeah that's it a exactly bike. <laughs> so uh you know over the years um wow. you know i went up we worked on some bikes he came down visited with me and mm -hmm. and we built a couple of bikes together and stuff like that and and it we talked almost every day and every day that we talked, a lot of it had to do with this bike and, and this dream and that this, he had that he was sharing with you. Yeah, yeah, and just a you know a concept of something different. And uh, yeah. so he and I played back and forth on it for a long time. He'd he'd finish a little bit of it and he'd call me, man, I'm not going to finish it. Just I'll just ship it to you and let you finish it. And then wow. And then it you know, and then it became well, no, I want to finish it. We just kind of <laughs> went back and forth on it for for quite a while. And and it got it. It basically it got all the way into a, a pretty rough fabricated state, right? Yeah. Where things were tacked together, and it just had a, you know, an engine case just mocked up in it and stuff like that. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away three years ago, real yeah. unexpectedly. And so, hmm. the the right thing to do, um, uh, quite frankly, was to meet was for me to finish it, uh, seeing through, in the vision that he originally had. Yeah. Take what everything that he and I had had talked about, but then also make it my own at the same time, and uh, and, and that's really the story of, of where it came from. So it took from the from the point I, I received the bike, um, I had to leave it under a cover honestly for a little over a year. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, we come yeah. up to the shop and there was this bike under cover over here, and there were a couple of times they'd be like, Kevin, can I take a peek? And you'd be like, Ah, not yet. Give me some time. Give me some time. <laughs> Yeah, and it, you know, it was a it was an emotional journey for me. Yeah, I know it was. You know, yeah. here's this guy, but when I finally de decided, uh, I was actually in Sturgis, and uh, you know, it just hit me. It, it's I've got to finish that bike. Yeah. It's time. And so, my goal when I started was to purchase as few things as absolutely possible. Right. I wanted to make as many of the parts that I could, staying with the curve theme, but then I also wanted to do something rather radical with the engine. Mm -hmm. uh, but do it in such a way that it looked as if it were purchased that way, you yeah. know, it to, to look basically stock. And and there were a lot of people that helped me along the way uh, that cared a lot about Bob and myself that wanted to contribute in some way. And, kind of uh, to that legacy of, of a great man. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I wanted to be a part of kind of fulfilling that dream with you. Right. You know, help right. you fulfill that dream too. That dream that Bob had that he passed on to you and... Uh, um, what are some of the what are what are some of the unique features, some of the um, elements that you incorporated that are really really one off? Yeah. 
with well, I, I almost, of course, everything on it was hand fabricated. I, yeah. I think to some degree, only thing that wasn't in some way machined uh, would have to be, well, even the front brake caliper, I machined some on it. Yeah. Uh, the lower, lower fork tubes were machined. I mean, so it's, you know, there's a lot of real original parts on it, but I mean, if we start with the paint, so uh, yeah, Andy Anderson did the paint and yeah. Uh, he's been a good friend of mine for a long time. He's an incredible artist. He's world-renowned in the screen printing business. But uh, Andy really goes back into the mid to late 60s, right? And he was building oh, wow. some absolutely unbelievable, beautiful bikes back then. Uh, he pioneered a lot of painting methods. He pioneered a lot of screen printing methods when he was in that business. So... Uh, but he's also just an unbelievably kind, genuine soul. He yeah. is just an, he's an unbelievable human. And uh, it was funny when he first found out, you know, and Bob, and he kind of saw some sketches of what the bike was going to be. Mm -hmm. Andy said back then, I will not paint that bike. Oh, really? I don't want to paint it because it's going to be, you know, geometrically, it's going to be a challenge to get yeah. everything to lay. I, I don't want too much fabrication. The lines won't be straight. I don't want anything to do with it. Hmm. Well, then Bob passed, and I called Andy and said, you know, I'm, I'm going to finish the curb bike. And uh, Andy said, I have to paint it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was... Uh, uh, just a wonderful change of heart, yeah. Yeah, and he... Uh, I, so I I uh, really... Again, it was in a rough fabricated state. So there were, you know, there were several aspects of it. Um, you know, like one of the tanks was about a quarter inch wider than the other. So had a lot of stuff to fix there. Um, and then uh, just welding everything up, finish up the welding... And then I did all the body work, and I got it into an epoxy primer. Um, mm. And then, uh, and then Andy took it from there. And what it was, the the idea was straight lines that followed the curvature of the pieces. Right. Right. We didn't want it to be. Uh, I mean, Andy and I met a bunch talking about the paint. You know, it was just up in Nashville, and we drew sketches and went back and forth. And you know, I I we wanted the quality of the paint to speak for itself. So it needed to have a lot of straight lines so you could, you know, you could visualize it, right? Right, right. And black tells no lies. <laughs> you can't hide anything with black. So yeah. I wanted to show the metal work, quite honestly, and and uh, and the body work. So the way that it's perimetered all in black along all of these sharp edges yeah. was a way of demonstrating, you know, again, the quality of the paint. and. Uh, Andy just, he absolutely knocked it out of the park. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. And what you can't see, the underside of the tank is just as beautiful as the top yeah, side. Yeah, I so. remember you showing me that. It's, oh yeah. gosh, it's artwork in places that you don't think about, that yeah. nobody looks at. Yeah, and then, it just, yeah. and it's it's not uncommon on a, on a bike, you know, custom bike built like this to see a lot of pinstriping work and paint work done on the frame as well. Yeah, yeah. And we talked, we thought about that. One, there were time constraints, you know, trying to get it done in time, but uh, the other is I wanted, because I wanted some sort of uh, head-scratcher type modification to the engine, I really wanted the engine to stand out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for really, the paint design started with the engine, believe it or not. So, hmm. it was the idea of leaving the frame completely black, being having that single down tube all the way around it. Yep. That uh, and then doing all blast finishes on the engine, uh, only with the black cylinders to tie it all together. Uh, I wanted the engine to bounce out of the frame, 
right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to detract your eye necessarily with a lot of pinstriping and stuff on the frame. So it really, that's kind yeah. of where it came from. Yeah, that's cool. You kind of envision the paint as a result uh, of, of the engine itself. Well, and, and Bob always, he always had a saying, you can paint a custom bike any color as long as it's red. Yeah. Right? That <laughs> yeah, was his thing. So we knew it had to have red in it. Yeah. And, uh, and, Boy, the and, fleck and everything is just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. yeah. This looks like something like from, you know, Hubble or the new, <laughs> you know, the new, the new space um, viewer. Yeah. Just, this, just like this starburst. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, thanks. Like a Magellanic cloud up, you know in Orion or something like that. It's amazing. Yeah. So Andy, yeah, Andy just did a wonderful job. And it was, you know, the, the complimentary colors in there, it was the engine's gonna be blast finished, so we need to pull in that silver into the paint. And now what year is the engine in it? What year the, the Oh man what, that, what, what, that what, it's engine, probably a combination. That engine is a Johnny Cash song. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know it's a it's a nose cone shovel head, but uh, the cases are uh, pretty much it's S T D cases. Uh, it's a mix of one stock Harley cylinder and S&S stroker cylinder. Uh, those are stock early 74 inch shovel heads, uh, actually two rear heads. Uh, hmm. So it, it's a it's kind of a mix match, but you know I knew it was going to be a cruiser. It's not necessarily going to be a hot rod. Right. But uh, you know it is big valve. I did some porting work and such, but it's 80 incher. Uh, because of the space constraints in here, I, you know I had to run a small battery. And everything so I, I couldn't run real high compression stuff so uh, I kept the compression low it's about eight and a half and uh, and and that's pretty much it so it's it's a mix match of a lot of a lot of different things but officially it's an 80 incher at this point cool now when you brought it to Sturgis it was a show winner it actually won yeah. some awards at Sturgis well. this year tell me a little bit about what um, the impact it had at and the attention it got at the Sturgis show well it was it there were a small handful of people that I, that I sent pictures to. Okay. You know, when I got it done for, I took it to Sturgis. And I, I'm fortunate enough to know some of the greats in this industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, guys, uh, you know, guys like um, uh, Ed Kerr, Barry Cooney, you know, and, and Perowitz and Smith and, you know, all these guys, mm -hmm. right? So I always, always like some of Cooney's stuff uh, because, and, and even Arlen, you know, Arlen had a thing that he... He loves skinny bikes, right? Mm -hmm. The diggers. That's what all those guys and Smith and Perowitz, those guys, they, they were all about diggers. And so that was a large part of this. Um, you know, keeping the back end narrow, kind of mm -hmm. having that drag bike look to right. it back then. So when I I took a picture and I, I sent the first completed picture of it actually to uh, to Barry Cooney. And he responded, he said, that's, that's one of the finest looking motorcycles I've ever seen. It's perfection. <laughs> now coming from somebody like Barry Cooney. That's a high, that's high a praise. Deal. High praise. Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't sure how it was going to be received because it's, uh, you know, it's pretty far out there, really. It's it's by no means some radical creations like some guys come out with, like your Steve Schuler's with, like, uh, you know, he's a Canadian guy. Uh, some Speeding Billet was just unbelievable. The guys at Speed Tricks up there. Just, I mean, there's some unbelievable creators and artists in the business. But for me, I... I wanted something that was just a pure motorcycle, just something pure, not real crazy, nice flowing lines. And uh, so when I when I took it up there, it was uh, I was humbled. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you people started noticing the little details, uh, yeah. the um, 
you know, people that are used to building custom bikes and seeing high-end custom bikes, when those guys look at it and go, oh, man, look at all those smooth radiuses on these bungs and, you know, the, how the foot controls were made, and they, they start to realize all those small details. So um, the first show that I had it in was uh, Cycle Sources, a big show mm -hmm. at uh, Iron Horse, I believe it was. And out of all the awards, I got the one that I really wanted. Yeah. And so they did a, they had a best of show. And of course, multiple classes and stuff. Cycle Source puts on some great shows. Hmm. And uh, but there was a guy there that got best of show, and he should have. Uh, he had this lay frame Ironhead Sportster that was just over the killer. top. I mean, yeah. it was really killer. But then they had a trophy for most original. And and that's the one thing you try to be when you build a custom <laughs> bike <laughs> is be original, completely original, right? Yeah. And you know, it's uh, as with any any artist. Inspiration comes from everywhere, mm. right? So what you have to do is to is to pull from that inspiration, uh, pay homage to people before you, whatever, however, you know, whatever your vision is. Right. But then try to make it unique. So it got best original there, That's and great. then uh, and that was pretty cool. And yeah. then um, we took it to the uh, uh, Dave Perowitz's paint show, and Sada, the uh, uh, high-end German spray gun manufacturer. So it won the Sada Award. Cool. Uh, and so that was really cool. And then um, we, uh, of course, went to Smoke Out with it. And the Smoke Out uh, came back. Dave Perowitz actually gave it best paint at the Dave Perowitz paint show at Smoke Out. So, nice. Um, so, yeah. It's, uh, and, and then, you know, I did, I did a couple local shows with it and then got best of show with that stuff on some small local shows. Right, right. Yeah. But uh, what's your long-term plans for it now that you're... It's built. It's it's beautiful. It's it's highlighted and in shows and magazines. And we're going to feature it with Road Dirt. Yeah. You're just going to go ride, ride the it. Just ride the baby, man. <laughs> I mean, ride it. I just, just ride I it and enjoy it. Now I don't want to build it just to look at it. But That's uh, right. goal number one is to finish dialing these carburetors in. Goal number two is to fix this one tiny leak on the uh, rear intake pushrod tube. And once oh, yeah. that's done, then I'm going to ride it. Just enjoy it, man. Yeah. Ride the it. snot out of it for sure. That's it. Well, it's a beautiful rolling piece of American artwork. Thank you. For sure. By a true, um, an, original, uh, an American original right here, Kevin Baxter. Engine builder, bike builder, engineer, dreamer, artist extraordinaire, and a good friend of mine. Very thankful for him. So. Appreciate it, my friend. Appreciate Thanks, the Rob. time. Love the bike. You got it. And um, it's gorgeous. Maybe... Maybe he'll let me take a spin on it, which, you know, just down the street and back. Around the parking lot. <laughs> in the parking lot. That's right, man. I'll take it. I'll take it. So, hey, if you enjoyed this, um, you know, like, subscribe, share it with others, ring the bell there, you know, to, uh, you know, get notifications about future videos and things like that. Check out Kevin Baxter's YouTube channel. Is it? Uh, is it? Uh, what, what's it's it? My name. YouTube.com. Kevin Baxter. Kevin Baxter. It's not Pro Twin Performance or any of those. It's just. Kevin Baxter, The Kevin Baxter Show on YouTube. Go check that out. We'll put a link down in the description also so you can go check out uh, his videos as well. So um, you can find us. Uh, we'll have a story about this, RoadDirt.tv, our online e-magazine, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, our three social media channels as well. And uh, we'll probably put this on the podcast as well. You can check that out uh, over on Anchor, Spotify, all the pla Apple, all the places you listen to podcasts as well. So, uh, well, this is Rob and Kevin with Road Dirt. Ride life. 
We want to thank Mimi and Moto.com for their sponsorship of this episode of Road Dirt, the podcast. You can find out more about their children's motorcycling books at Mimi and Moto.com.